Hey, gang. Welcome to episode four of the Hilt Podcast with JP. I am your host, Joel Patrick. The working title of this podcast is The Framework Lifelong Learning. Last time I spoke about how in the last several years, 30 to 50 years, psychologists have started realizing that intelligence isn't simply a trait, uh, that our level of intelligence is constantly changing. In other words, all of us can and should be lifelong learners. And I talked about the importance of being around people who have been where we want to go or are going in the direction that we want to go in. And it's so important because that gives us a, a, a gauge, that gives us something to shoot for. It gives us people and a community that can speak whiz, words of wisdom into our lives uh, because they've already been where we we want to go or their their minds are set on where we want to go. And so in this episode, I'm going to continue talking about the HILT framework, the framework of the methodology used in, in the HILT brand. And I'm not a psychologist, uh, and, but I love studying psychology, psychology mainly because uh, my 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 sports life was defined um, by my inability to control my thoughts, my inability to understand that I have control of my thoughts. And so when I got out of sports and I became a strength and conditioning coach, I didn't simply want to train people physically. I really wanted to train them mentally. I wanted them to understand those things that I didn't get. And so I wanted to treat it as a skill because it is a skill. Learning to control our thoughts is a skill. If you don't intentionally control your thoughts, they it's like water. They naturally go to the path of least resistance. And so we our imagination runs wild and we start creating these fears within ourselves based off an imagination that's supposed to be used to create faith within us. It's supposed to be used to create hope within us. We're supposed to set our mind on things that are true, noble, and right, good, and pure. Yet, we leave it unchecked. We don't take those thoughts captive, and we allow them to run this path that leads us into past failures, that leads us into ideas of ourselves that aren't true. And so we have to intentionally take those thoughts captive, and we have to move them in the direction that we want to go. And so setting our mind on things uh, above, setting our mind on things in the future uh, and, and thinking about uh, uh, um, hopeful things. And so as I started training people, I started training and I started training their minds. I started creating this motivation within them. They were becoming motivated to do more, to exercise more. And I started realizing that the the training of the mind was working. And so I wanted to scale it. I wanted to get it to more people. And that's where the, the Hilt brand really started. And um, in doing this, figuring it out, I, I it started with exercise, but it moved into other areas. And I developed what I call the pyramid of proficiency. And what that is, is uh, you can actually find it on the Hilt uh, Facebook page. Uh, but but it was with the intent that at the top of the pyramid, you have a culminating event. And in order to get to that culminating event or activity, you had to have three things. You had to have strength, you had to have function, and you had to have power. Strength simply is 
creating a, a stronger movement pattern so that you're ready for the culminating activity. The function is taking away the limitations, those things that are keeping you are limiting you like inflexibility, weaknesses, removing those things so that you can get to that culminating activity. And then the power component was to speed up that strength component. And so you felt more autonomous. And so as I started thinking about how that applied to movement patterns and creating a safe uh, movement environment for exercisers, I realized that those principles really went through every area in my life than in other people's lives, that anything that we want to become more proficient in, if we are are able to uh, uh, increase our capacity for that activity, if we are able to remove the limiting factors that are keeping us from that activity, and if we are able to create a sense of, of power, a sense of autonomy within ourselves, then we have that confidence to go after that culminating activity. And so that's really where this all began. And this is really where it's all going. And I want to explain this in in exercise and, and in a couple more examples. But for exercise, I saw a lot of people that were were hurting themselves because they were so fixated on the effects that were that they were looking for. How am I going to look a certain way? How am I going to achieve this certain weight that they were willing to compromise the the, the safety of their body, their well-being just to achieve that goal? And I had to break it down for these people. I had had to get them to see that it's not about the effect. It's about the causes leading up to the effect. So the the result at the end of the exercise is based on doing everything properly leading up to it. An example of in the sales world, I'm studying sales. I I see that we get so fixated on getting people, swaying people to buy from us, to, to see what we see. That we forget that the, the, the cause leading to that effect of people buying or people understanding us is adding value to somebody else. How am I taking what I've learned? How am I taking what, what I understand and I'm using it to add value to other people without an agenda, without trying to sway them? How am I making them feel better? How am I making them uh, uh, um, see their own value. And in turn, as a salesperson, once you've gotten them to, to, to see the value that they have, that they're receiving from you, then they want to buy. I, I, I train in my, my fitness methodology. There's, there's a heavy emphasis on creating value and strengthening, um, yourself so that you're better for the people around you. And I, I, when I'm training uh, um, moms, this is the conversation that comes up all of the time because they are so intent on taking care of their families that they forget to take care of themselves. And I have to tell them, I said, look, one of the best ways that you can take care of your families is being the best you that you can possibly be. 
So that means taking time for yourself, quiet time for yourself. That means exercising. That means uh, uh, taking a break every once in a while and being okay with it. Because if you're sick, if you're tired, if you're frustrated, you can't be the best you for your family, that, that, that you that your family needs. So moms out there, make sure that you're taking your time. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can be the best you for your family because you're the ones that are holding it together. We know the dads aren't holding it together. You're the ones that are holding it together. And that goes for everybody in every situation. If you can understand that that thing that you're looking at, that culminating event, that thing that you want to be proficient in, whatever it is, if you understand that you need to first build your capacity, you need to strengthen yourself. And then you, if you can understand that, and then you can, if you can take an honest look at yourself and see what is holding me back, what is keeping me from getting to that goal that I want, from getting to that culminating activity or that event, what is keeping me from that? And what decisions can I make on a daily basis? And, and what things can I remove on a daily basis that are going to prepare me better to get to that culminating event? Then you will see, you will experience this sense of Power. You will experience the sense of autonomy that we all crave so much in our lives. And when you get to that sense of power, when you're, when you experience that autonomy, then getting to that culminating activity is inevitable. So I want you guys to understand that. And I want you to understand and remember, always remember that these struggles that we face every day, you have to accept those, those struggles. You have to face them head on. Because it's only in accepting those struggles and accepting those challenges that we get to experience the exhilaration of victory. Not by going around it, by seeing it head on, understanding that we need to get stronger in certain areas, understanding there are things that we need to remove and understanding that we have value and that we have a sense of autonomy that are going to get us to our goal. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Hilt Podcast with JP. I look forward to seeing you next time. Uh, I hope that I'm adding some value to you, and I hope that you uh, take advantage of, of the other platforms, seeing what we have to offer on there that can add more value to you. Uh, check us out on, on Twitter uh, at Hilt Systems. Uh, ask me some questions that I can answer in upcoming podcasts. Check us out on Hilt Systems on Instagram. Check out our Facebook page, uh, Hilt Systems. Uh, I am so excited to continue to add value to people's lives. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with other people. My goal is to add value to as many people as I can. I uh, hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you next time and God bless.